Welcome back to Business Over a Brew. We're back at AP Cigars in our uh, series that we're doing on businesses here on this airline drive corridor, which is really growing. We thank Mike Weller with AP Cigars for hosting us again. And uh, we're joined today by Mike Genicus of First Stop Bake Shop. Mike, thanks for coming on Business Over a Brew. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, Nick. Thanks to meet you. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background and, and how the business got started. Well, I'm uh, an Alden resident. I uh, went to Marquette Catholic High School. Um, uh, went on to culinary school, graduated in 1988, uh, spent a lot of time after graduation working in uh, various hotels and private clubs in the St. Louis area. Um, you know, everyone has a dream at some point to open up their own place. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, it took until I was in my 50s to get it started. Tell us about culinary school. Where'd you go to culinary school? And um, how was that? What What are your memories of that? Oh, the memories were awesome. Um I went to a school in New York at Hyde Park called the Culinary Institute of America, and it was situated along the bluffs, and it was very reminiscent of home. Uh, it was very, uh, you know, they had a lot of bluffs, and it was right along the Hudson River. So uh, I didn't really feel, even though I was thousands of miles away, I felt like I was at home at times. Um, but the curriculum there was outstanding. Um, we learned how to do pretty much everything. Uh, I graduated with an associate's degree uh, and uh, the culinary arts, occupational studies. And um, once uh, you, I graduated, then you, you just work your way uh, up the ladder, you know. Did you grow up in a family that was, you know, a lot of home-cooked meals? And did Absolutely. you know from a young age? Oh, my mom, you my mom is one of my, one of my greatest inspirations. Uh, she made, she loves to cook. Even to this day, she um, she's a, a cook for the priest down at St. Mary's in Alton. And um, uh, she... Um, is just outstanding at what she does and she loves the culinary field just as much as I do so I got a lot of that from her for sure you, so you graduate culinary school in, in New York what's your first job out of culinary school well there was a, a hotel called the Adams Mark um, it was their flagship property at the time it was the largest it was about I think it was a 1200 room hotel just um, right there below the arch um, in downtown St. Louis um, it's where I met my uh, beautiful wife, Mary, and uh, started that, you know, you know, that whole thing, the family. And and um, but, you know, Alton, East Alton, Alton has, uh, has always pretty much been our home. So fast forward to today, you mentioned uh, being into your 50s before you started a business. But I, I would imagine that the timing was probably just about right, because you probably learned a lot working other places and what not to do. Maybe, Absolutely. And, and, it's what, very important. and what processes to use. It's true. It's very important. Uh, you know, I think a lot of folks sometimes, you know, they might get a little too excited and they want to open up a, you know, a business. Um, and one of the, you know, I think one of the biggest mistakes one can make is to try to do something when it's a little too soon before you really have a, a good foundation for the basics. Um, and that's really all we try to do at First Stop Bake Shop is to try to keep things, you know, simple, uh, follow the basics, um, you know, keep quality you know, way up there and um, just try to provide really, really good service, which Mary does uh, with a smile uh, every day. What are some things you do to ensure that that high quality? Uh, we use the best quality products, uh, you know, raw ingredients that we can. We start with uh, really, really good quality butter, all the good stuff, chocolate, eggs, real, you know, sugar, uh, real heavy cream. Uh, we don't really sacrifice or substitute, um, you know, um, anything we use just the good stuff raw you know raw nuts that we toast ourselves um uh, we you know we laminate all of our own croissant and, and danish doughs um 
mix all of our breads from scratch right there in the kitchen. Uh, so that's uh, something that we're really proud of, you know, because we because we can actually say that we'll, you know, if we make a sandwich for lunch, we've actually mixed that dough in the shop that day, created the loaves of bread that we serve our sandwiches on. It's pretty cool. I think when people hear the word bake shop, they immediately think pastries and cakes. But so tell us a little bit about the menu because yours is a little bit different than what you would think of. I think Absolutely. when you think bakery. Well, you know that's why we didn't want to go bakery. We went mm-hmm. bake shop because we knew that most of the items that we would serve would be baked or right. somehow come out of an oven. Um, so we sort of had to evolve a little bit. Um, our products. Uh, we when we first opened, we went exclusively with just desserts and breakfast pastries and uh, we found out fairly quickly that um, there were still a pretty good um, percentage of our customers who are going to be concerned about you know too many carbs you know maybe trying to be healthier Uh, so we always had in the back of our minds that we would maybe um, start incorporating savory items little by little and that's what we've done so what's what's your favorite item on the menu personally my favorite item on the menu oh that's a great question because it's all good um you know our cinnamon rolls are outstanding um i think some of the sandwiches that we do i do a roast beef sandwich that i just love Mm. uh, where we take a 25 pound top around you know we we season it season it roast that puppy for about three hours until it's a perfect medium rare and then shave it really really thin and serve that with um i make a really nice jus rosemary and infused jus and uh, lately we've been dipping those sandwiches kind of like they do in Chicago. Our customers have been really enjoying that. Um, that's one of my favorite sandwiches. Um, again, I, you know, take a look at me. I like it all, you know. You didn't happen to bring one of those with you, <laughs> I guess. I'm sorry. We, we sold out of a lot of items today, but, uh, you know, maybe next time we'll... we'll... And, and I say menu, but I, I assume it's probably evolving. And you probably, if somebody comes in and asks for something, you'll probably take a, a crack at it. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Again, I, I wanted to touch on that. We, we're such a small operation. I mean, it's just the two of us. We're a classic mom and pop. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't actually have a menu. Um, I think having a menu would force me to, you know, to do exactly the same things every day. Um, I think I might get kind of tired. Um, I think that might... Uh, that, you know, our customers might get a little tired of the same thing. So we try to mix things up a little bit and add uh, new twists here and there. Um, and we do a lot of things there by request. Uh, because we are so small, we asked um, our customers for a 48-hour notice, and we'd be happy to make anything that they like. Um, you know, we do a lot of the strawberry rolls that the old Mrs. Seabolt's Bakery in the area used to do. Um, but if someone wanted to request something, uh, you know, different or unique, we could totally make that for them. All right, I need to make a note of the strawberry roll thing. My <laughs> wife loved the strawberry roll from Mrs. Siebel. Yes, so if, I can, if that's my new place, I'll be there for them. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, on the business side of things. What, uh, what have been some of the biggest differences between running your own shop and, and working, some, working for someone, for you? Well, the freedom. Freedom to do, you know, pretty much whatever you like, whenever you like. You know, freedom to call your own shots. And uh, that's, that's uh, been the the biggest takeaway that I can uh, I got from that is that you know when you're when you work in in a a corporate environment and there are so many different levels of uh, of you know authority um, it's all great and it's all understood Um, but at some point I think everyone would want to say you know okay I've I've done everything I can to to achieve at that level now I'd like to see if I can achieve on my own yeah and and nice to just be able to 
kind of set your own income to a certain degree. Anyway. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, and that goes um, income. And that's 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 an interesting uh, way to put it too, because you know, it, I think a lot of uh, the income that you may derive from that, you know, it depends on a lot of factors. It depends on you know your repeat business. It depends on the economy. You know, it depends on maybe what you're serving or what the you know maybe the competition might be like in your area. Um, so, you know, we've been blessed uh, that, uh, you know, as far as income is concerned, that we've been actually able to pay all of our expenses, you know, at the shop as well as at home. You know, we're just a sole proprietorship. We're so small. We started with a very uh, limited budget and uh, we've been able to maintain now. Uh, we're, gosh, we're going on four years. And uh, I think that's pretty amazing that, you know, we've been able to uh, to maintain at this, you know, to this point. What's something that uh, surprised you about being a business owner? That, and you've been in the business for a long time, but maybe something that you didn't expect. Something I didn't expect. Well, I didn't expect to walk in this morning and have one of my fuses blown. Uh, so that's, you know, you, there's always a little, you know, little things that can happen right. that you never expect. Um, but you sort of knew going in that you've heard those stories before and you knew you sort of had to be prepared for those types of things to happen, you know. Um, you know, I might not be the handiest guy with, you know, with a tool, but sometimes, you know, you might need to save a penny here or there. So you'll actually fix it yourself. You do what you need to do uh, to uh, to save where you can. Mm -hmm. um, we have this old, you know, uh, antiquated uh, 100 amp service that we're running in the shop with. And so we uh, we have to stock up on quite a few fuses. Sure. Where do you envision what do you hope to take the business in the next couple of years five years ten years you know well, the idea of growing is something that you know is always in the back of your mind it's something that we've always wanted to do but at the same time we never really ever expected that we'd be the next panera you know this is something mm -hmm. that uh, mary and i just saw uh, you know always wanted to you know it's one of those things where you look back you you, you know in life it's, it's it's something you didn't want to regret that wow you know we, i would have always wanted you know i always wanted to have you know our own shop. Let's let's just give this a run and see how long we can go with it. Um, and I think uh, I'm really really um, happy with with what we what we've been able to do. And um, I think our customers are pretty happy with the quality of uh, our goods. And uh, you know we have developed a pretty great relationship around this area, uh, the airline drive area, with uh, repeat customers. And I think it's it's great to see in, in this airline drive area, um, in the Riverbend area in general, just um, kind of a, a renaissance, really, of mom and pop shops like yours. You know, the renaissance in Alton is, um, that's the first thing I think of when I hear the word renaissance these days. And uh, I think it's uh, fascinating and fun to watch the, the the transformation that's actually happening in Alton right now. You know, Mary and I both live in Alton. We've lived in Alton for almost 20 years and, uh, you know, Alton is our home. We love Alton very much. Um, we really looked and tried hard to find a location to put our shop in Alton and even the Godfrey area, mm -hmm. uh, but we just couldn't find something that we thought would be um, uh, where we could be successful. I mean, it was a little, most of the, most of the uh, locations were pretty, pretty expensive and uh you know knowing that there's not a lot of profit um you know there's not a the great margin of profit in, in just food you know we don't unfortunately we don't sell alcohol uh so we can't really rely on that as a revenue stream um so uh we needed to find we knew we needed to find a spot 
where we could be successful and we found a spot here. Um, in the old um, Bake You Smile location in Rosewood Heights. It used to be a little cakery. And um, so we didn't really have a lot to, um, to, you know, there wasn't a lot to do to get it ready. It already had a kitchen. It already had a, a front of the house space. Um, and it was about the perfect size, really, to, um, to do what we knew we wanted to do. So kind of able to keep the overhead down a little bit from that standpoint of not a big renovation to go yes, in and do. And absolutely. Actually, our, low, our overhead is so low that we feel that we can keep our prices, you know, below some of the other spots that you might think of in, say, St. Louis or even Edwardsville. Um, uh, by having such low overhead, we can charge less and keep our quality, you know, very, very high. And I think no matter what, no matter how great the recipe is or how great the process is, there's always going to be maybe something that gets a little lost in translation if you're working for a big corporate store. Whereas with you guys, it's going straight from you to the customer. It's true. It's true. It's it's the best way to do it, if you ask me. Um, keeps keeps everything fresh. So do you do a lot of catering and weddings and things like that? We did Cake a wise, lot or? of big weddings uh, within the first couple, two or three years. We'll be found was as we started to incorporate more and more savory items to our, mm -hmm. you can't call it a menu, but our offerings, um, I started to have less and less time on a weekend to work on a fancy wedding cake. We did many of them um, initially. And uh, it just got to be a little bit too much. You know, we, you know it's hard to, to have a like breakfast service where we serve omelets and biscuits and gravy you know, uh, some really, really good breakfast sandwiches on our homemade bagels and things like that, you know, to have to spend time going through a breakfast uh, service and then having a very short turnaround. And then you're starting a lunch service already. You know, we're sell we sell some pretty killer pizzas. Um, you know, they're they're thin crust. Um, they're they're sort of a St. Louis style, but we put our own little twist on it. You know, we don't uh, have 100 percent Provel cheese. You know, we do a blend. Um, and our sandwiches, you know, started to sell so well, it became more and more difficult to do uh, wedding cakes on weekends. So we all still do them, um, but they're usually some some simple, you know, type of a wedding cake or uh, maybe a cupcake wedding, uh, something like that. And the breakfast and lunch items, those are things that people can drop in and they're ready to go or Absolutely. ready to order? Or? Well, we, we do both uh, in in uh, house you know dining, I guess you could say. We only have eight small seats by code. It's all we are allowed. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, of course, to go. We, we have a lot of folks that will call up and they'll order, you know, a couple omelets. And we'll, you know, I'll whip up a couple French-style omelets, wrap them up to go, and have them ready for them when they get there. Well, I know for, for most small business owners that we talk to, it's a, it's a labor of love, but talk about just what, what are your hours? What time are you at the shop for a second? Well, we're open from 2, I'm sorry, from 7 a.m. to 3 uh, p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. Um, we tried the six-day-a-week thing when we first opened, but uh, we found that many of the businesses on the Strip were already closed. So and we decided to go ahead and take that extra day. And, you know, we're, we're not getting any younger, so we could use that extra day of sleeping in. Right. And I know Mary appreciated that. Appreciated that. And... Uh, I'm sorry, you said the, the hours end. Mm -hmm. and just to people, how if they want to get a hold of you or stop by. We'll oh, well, we have a website, and, and okay. we do have um, a pretty active Facebook page. Um, 
that uh, has our hours and our uh, our basic information on uh, on it. Um, it's, it's a great resource. Our Facebook page is a great way to f- to kind of scroll through some of the photos and see some of the the items that we've made in the past or what we currently still produce. Um, but uh, and we're pretty quick at getting back t- um, to folks who send us um, messages on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, have a, an email address first at bakeshop at gmail dot com. Uh, it's on the back of our business cards. Um, and uh, so that's that's what we use for. Great, great. Well, Mike, thanks so much for for joining us, and uh, I, I highly encourage you to check out First Stop Bake Shop here. If I on could, Airline Drive. if yeah, I sure. could, before we stop, I just want to thank again Mike Weller for uh, sponsoring this event. Uh, Mike has been instrumental in helping us from the very, very beginning. He's a wonderful guy. Uh, we love him like a brother, and uh, I also want to also uh, thank Aaron Rydauer from uh, Bulletproof Works for providing us with our. Um, uh, our stickers, our cards, and um, our, our um, uh, what do you call them? The logos. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> For on our window in our car. Well, here's uh, my just, brother-in-law, so I'll be oh, sure, I'll be sure to oh, pass that on. So. Yeah, he, does, he does great work as well. All right. Um, Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate yes, it. Thank you. My pleasure.